headed into a time of the uh, year whenever the uh, state legislature plans to come back, and that means I'm going to be working like a straight 14 days, which is awesome. Uh, but it's after having, I don't even know how many months off with the legislature, uh, not doing much of anything since uh, May. Uh, but they are coming back, at least the House is coming back, for a lame duck session. And that's going to start Friday here in Springfield at the Bank of Springfield Center. We have yet to get word if the Illinois Senate will come back, but members have been told uh, to be on standby just in case they have to act on anything that the House sends over. What could the House send over to the Senate? Unclear, but Republicans have some concerns being in the minority. Um, we're joined now with uh, State Representative Tom Dimmer, uh, who's in House Republican leadership. And Tom, you took some time yesterday to raise the alarm about the possibility of tax increases. What's going on? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Greg. Uh, yeah, that's right. So yesterday we had a, a press conference to uh, talk about, um, you know, to draw some attention to the fact that during a lame duck session, sometimes there's uh, a desire by uh, Democrats to consider tax increases. Uh, we saw the income tax increased in 2011 during the lame duck seat, uh, session when Governor Quinn was in office. Um, and then more recently, we've also heard uh, over the course of the fall from Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton saying that if the graduated income tax amendment didn't pass, uh, that we'd be forced to, to raise income taxes for everybody by 20%. Um, and then again, last month, as uh, Speaker Madigan has been um, trying to uh, whip votes to get reelected speaker, uh, he made a comment to um, fellow House Democrats that he would support an income tax increase as well. And so we thought it was really important to draw people's attention to, as you mentioned, this is the first time the legislature will be back in several months. Uh, we want to draw people's attention to the fact that, uh, you know, tax in, a tax increase might be uh, being talked about right now and people should be aware. Well, and State Representative Tom Demmer joining us on the WMAY morning news feed at 742. Uh, I reached out to a couple of Democrats to kind of get a, a pulse of sorts. Um, House uh, Committee Chairman for uh, Revenue and Finance, State Representative Mike Zaleski, said because of the leadership fight, uh, he doesn't think Madigan's going to be able to, to do what Republicans are worried uh, about uh, Madigan being able to do, and that's to uh, get a vote for some kind of tax increase. So uh, Representative Zaleski kind of downplaying your guys's concerns. But I talked with Representative LaShawn Ford, who uh, said that he very much thinks that conversation is going to be had and even talked about not just corporate tax loopholes, but also uh, increasing the flat income tax. Um, what, are the, what are the types of options that you foresee happening here? Is it just the flat income tax increasing that or uh, should businesses be uh, looking at, uh, you know, or bracing for some kind of increase in other types of taxes? Well, I think, you know, both things are important to keep an eye on. Um, Representative Zaleski uh, and a group of uh, other House Democrats have talked about some of the corporate loopholes that they um, you know, are trying to focus on. So that's one aspect of it. But, you know, the comments that I mentioned with regard to Lieutenant Governor Stratton and Speaker Madigan, both of them were talking about increasing the income tax, uh, the flat tax on everybody. And so that's really something that, that's a lot more direct, uh, has a much, much bigger uh, impact on the on the state's finances, um, and is probably the one that most people are are looking at right now. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're drawing attention to it because we're just fresh off of uh, an election in November, where voters across the state from both parties overwhelmingly sent a message that they were opposed to an income tax increase. And I, I think that's the message that you know we have to make sure 
is not forgotten too quickly uh, in the uh, in the Illinois House and Senate. One thing we always hear and when talking about Illinois' budget is uh, Democrats who are in the supermajority, and they can do pretty much anything they want without any Republican support. They did that with the budget they passed, $42 billion based off $37 billion in spending, so the budget's $4 billion out of balance now, uh, even after proposed cuts the governor's going to make. Uh, but Democrats uh, constantly turn the mirror around and say, hey, uh, Republicans, what's your plan? Uh, and uh, Republicans get criticism uh, because you guys don't necessarily put out specific plans but uh representative i've i've been watching your guys's press conferences and leader durkin said time and again uh do what governor pritzker said back in 2019 and cut across the board um why isn't that palatable for democrats you think uh, yeah that's a question you have to ask them we've been asking for months uh for the administration to uh, produce uh, the list of options that they got from their agency head you know, the people who are actually implementing this budget day to day are the d- department directors and agency heads who oversee um, these large organizations within state government. They're the ones who understand where there's an ability to make some adjustments. And, you know, appropriately, I thought, in the last couple of years, the uh, Pritzker administration has asked, uh, has written letters to those direct department directors and agency heads asking them to identify uh, areas for saving. The problem is, None of those ideas have been handed over to the General Assembly. And so when we're in the budget-making process, um, you know, there's theoretically there's this list of, of options that are out there, uh, but nobody's seen those. And so we've asked that, you know, if we're serious about having a, a bipartisan discussion, let's put all those things on the table. And as I, I called for yesterday in the press conference, let's also convene appropriations committee hearings. Let's bring in those agency heads uh, so we can ask them questions. We can understand what what parts of their budget are stretched too far. Where do they think there might be uh, excess appropriations or what kind of levers do we have to try to bring this budget back in line? This budget has been, as you mentioned, this has been unbalanced since the day they passed it, since the day Governor Pritzker signed it. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this in May. This was this was wildly out of balance and they didn't listen to us. Well, they've finally woken up to that fact. And you know, now we need to get serious about understanding how and what what options are available to close that gap. No question the budget is going to be top of mind, uh, but there's also a whole host of other things that could pop up. You guys mentioned there were uh, dozens of bills pushed out of Rules Committee, and those could be changed within an instance, and we could see a variety of things pop up. Uh, but one thing that uh, you know we haven't seen much of lately uh, is any kind of true oversight of the unilateral decisions of uh, how to shape the state's economy during a pandemic. Uh, coming from the governor. Uh, we have seen the Joint Commission on Administrative Rules take some steps to um, you know, discuss some administrative rules that the governor has put forth. One, from my understanding, uh, an emergency rule about the masks requirement for businesses and the social distancing requirement for businesses that J-Car let stand, uh, that expired. Am I mistaken? I, I believe that's correct. Um, there, my, my understanding is that a... Um an extension to that emergency rule or a new emergency rule will be filed um, in similar vein to that. Um, but we we, are, we don't meet as JCAR until uh, next week, and so we'll be keeping an eye on 
uh, what action, you know, what emergency rules get filed and then have a discussion at that appropriate time. When those rules are filed, because right now I haven't seen like a press release from the governor saying he refiled new rules or anything like that. You know, I don't own a business. I'm just a, a journalist and a talk show host. But there are businesses out there impacted by these rules. How do they know when these emergency rules are filed? Well, to be honest, it's a little bit of a complex situation. Uh, you know, we have both on the uh, JCAR website. Uh, if you go to ILGA.gov, you can find a link to the Joint uh, Committee on Administrative Rules. Uh, the JCAR website publishes um, the uh, notice of JCAR meetings and lists all the rules, both normal rulemaking and emergency rulemakings that will, will could be considered. Um, and then as well, the Illinois Secretary of State publishes the Illinois Register. Um, and in the Illinois Register, those are that's a, the official publication of uh, rules of, of all governmental agencies. And so uh, you can also find a link to the to that uh, publication on the JCAR website as well. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. Appreciate you delving into uh, the somewhat arcane uh, <laughs> issues of JCAR, the Joint Commission on Administrative Rules. Uh, and you are a member of that commission. So uh, uh, glad we were able to touch base on that. Uh, finally here, uh, we're talking with State Representative Tom Demmer. Uh, there's been some talk about you looking at a possible uh, uh, other elected office opportunities um what's what's going on there yeah you know i've had conversations over the past uh, couple of months with a number of uh, colleagues and and uh, you know leaders from across illinois and they've urged me to to look at um running statewide in, in 2022 and so right now you know really i'm asking uh you know where where do i think i could contribute where do i think it can make a difference and um you know kind of in the in the exploration phase right now but um, it's something that you know, I was humbled to to receive uh, some support, and you know, really trying to look to see what's the best uh, what's the best fit and where I can uh, really make a contribution. So we're talking statewide office. That would be anything between uh, governor to secretary of state. Is that uh, is that right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, but no indication know, yet. But no indication yet as to which which <laughs> office that would be. No, I you know trying to uh, explore all the avenues right now. Gotcha. Right on. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, stay in touch uh, as uh, as we see more transpire for lame duck, but also more transpire as we get closer to the 2022 election, because believe it or not, even though November happened, we're now in another election cycle uh, and it just uh, keeps on coming. State Representative Tom Demmer, thank you so much for taking time with us today. And we'll talk again soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Greg.